Welcome to the Sparketing Podcast. Hey everyone, the outpouring of support for the podcast has been so overwhelming and incredible. And because of this, I will be focusing much more time and effort on the podcast side of Sparketing and less time on the YouTube side. Some really amazing content and great interviews are coming your way soon. So make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. And one last thing, would you be open-minded to help the show succeed even more? Consider leaving an honest review on iTunes for Sparketing. Thank you so much, and without further ado, here is the show. In this episode, I'm going to give you some practical tips that I've learned over the past two months of doing this on how to get followers on Instagram the right way. So stick around. What's up, everybody? What's good? I hope that you're having a fantastic day and you're ready to learn some awesome stuff about Instagram today. Now, I should give you a little bit of context. For the past two months since I've started my social media journey, going onto every single platform and trying to make it work, seeing what what works, what doesn't work, um, I've been able to start this podcast, start a YouTube channel, all that. Now, after two months of really going hard on Instagram and building it up pretty well, I want to talk about what doesn't work and what does work in gaining a great following on Instagram the right way so that your fans actually engage and that your account scales properly so that you don't end up with 10,000 followers, but none of them care about what you're doing. Rather, that you maybe get 5,000 followers and all of them care and your engagement is crazy. And at that point, you can start getting influencer deals and, and collaborations. So I want to talk about how to build up your Instagram following the right way today. But I'm going to start out by telling you what not to do. I think this is maybe more important than the things that you should do. And you've probably heard some of these things before. And other things are actually going to contradict what you might hear from YouTube videos and from other sources of people telling you what to do on Instagram. I have really studied the algorithm, studied, I've A-B tested a bunch of different stuff with posting, stories, IGTV, uh, images, videos, everything, hashtags, and I've really narrowed down what's been working over the course of two months and what is really, really hurting me. And I, I assure you, I've made tons of failures, but you know, failed steps along the way. It's not all just been success. And that's great because now I know how to tell you both sides of this equation. So here's what not to do. First off, the follow on follow method is so flawed. And I know this because I've done it. I've done it for about two months and it's hurt my account a lot. It's gained me following uh, a following about 5,000 people on Instagram, but it has not gotten me the right people. And it has gotten me flagged by Instagram several times. Okay, so you don't want to do this. You don't want to do a follow and follow. And if I've ever uh, said anything to the contrary in the past, this now overrides it. This is new information, uh, a new thing that I've recently come to know as total gospel truth. Follow and follow is bad now. Doesn't work. Instagram recently updated their algorithm. Don't do it anymore. I'm going to show you a better way. But um, if you're doing follow and follow right now, I would just totally stop. Whether you're using an app to automate it or you're doing it manually, I would totally stop that. 
and I'll give you better methods for how to follow people and how to really get a great following and follow interesting people you actually care about. You still, that with all that said, you still want to have a good ratio of, you know, followers versus following. You want to have a lot more followers than people that you are following. That will just look good for the algorithm and Instagram. It'll look good for people that land on your profile because they'll see that you're a really credible account. So you want to aim for that as your goal, but you can still follow people. I'm going to show you how to do that. The next part of what not to do is buy followers. I've also done this. Not proud of it, but I had to test it. I wanted to see if this is a valuable way to build up your audience. So I've, I bought several hundred followers to see if they'd engage, if they'd, especially at the beginning, to see if they'd help me get more followers and make my account look more credible at the beginning. You know, some, some YouTube videos will say, don't, you don't want to buy too many followers, but if you maybe buy a thousand up front, it'll make your account look really credible and then you can build it up and then later on you can purge them all. And I don't recommend that because I've done that and that instantly killed off my engagement. Even though those some of those people did actually engage, what really happened was Instagram saw you just randomly gained a thousand followers in the span of 24 hours. That's not normal for your account. So we're going to show your post to less people. And so before I was getting 200 likes for every every post that I put out there. Then I bought some followers to test it out and to boost my account a little bit. And it actually killed my engagement. And now I only get like 60 likes, which is really, really bad engagement for the amount of people that I have. So you definitely don't want these people. They're not, they're either not real or they're not the right people for your account. So don't buy followers. The next part is the misuse of hashtags. You do not want to misuse hashtags. Now, in the past, it's been okay to use up to 30 hashtags in a single post, which is still technically the maximum you can use. But a lot of studies show, and from what my own, my own experience, is that if you use anywhere from 15 to 25 hashtags using under the maximum is actually a lot more beneficial. And you have to use the right hashtags. So it's not only the amount of hashtags, it's using the right ones. Now, if you're a vlogger and you decide you want to go after hashtag vlog, that's all good and well, but that hashtag has millions of posts associated with it, which basically means that within about 15 seconds of posting that, you'll go from the top spot in the most recent of that hashtag, and then in 15 seconds later, you're going to be off the first page. And then 15 seconds after that, you're going to be totally out of sight. You're, you're not going to be anywhere to be found on that ha for that hashtag if you were to search it, which means your discoverability is really bad. So if you're trying to get more viewers from hashtags themselves, what you actually want to do is focus on hashtags that have about 100,000 to 500,000 posts associated with them. Now, you'll still kind of get bumped down rather quickly on those, but you'll have a little bit of time to really be discovered. You'll at least have maybe a minute where a minute solid where after you post, people looking for that hashtag that follow that hashtag will see it in their feed. So that'll increase your, your discoverability drastically. You're not going to get it in front of as, as many people. You don't have as big of a chance to go viral, quote unquote, but you're probably not going to go viral with your posts anyway. And that's probably not your goal. Honestly, if you want more followers and you want more people liking your content through the use of hashtags, if you just go after the smaller but still 
fairly relevant hashtags like like that, anything over 50,000, anything under a million is going to be a lot better than going after hashtags that don't exist or hashtags that are crazy competitive. So really you should stay in that range. Now the next do not do is to post random content. You need to be very deliberate and thoughtful in the content that you're posting. You want to make it as, as as fluid as possible. And we'll go into that a little bit more, but do not post random content that looks completely different from post to post. And the substance is completely different from post to post. That is not going to help you not style wise or algorithm wise. You're going to get dinged by users that come onto your, that, you know, potential followers are going to see that and be turned off, but also the algorithm will be able to detect that your content's very inconsistent and that won't help you. The next do not is to set up automatic DMs and set up automatic comments and likes. This is a huge no-no. You don't want to do this. And yet most people on Instagram that are really trying to growth hack and build up really fast are doing this. And it's horrible. It's terrible for your engagement. It's terrible for your followers. It's terrible for the algorithm on all fronts. It's horrible. Do not set up automatic messages to send out to your new followers that contain spammy links and trying to sell them things, don't do that. Don't automatically set up comments for hashtags that every time hashtag marketing tips comes up, you send a comment that says, awesome photo, thumbs up. That is so spammy, and people can see it from a mile away. I can see that on my account from a mile away, and I'll end up just trolling you if you post that on my account. So don't do that. And then finally, you do not want to post at random times. If you post at random times, again, it's an algorithmic thing. You're going to set off an alert that, you know, you're not posting at the right time. You're not, I mean, it, it's just, let me rewind. The, the best way to think about this is algorithm-wise, if you're not posting consistently and at the right times, then you're not going to reach the right people or people at all. So it's a big no-no. You don't want to just post whenever you're done creating a new graphic, a new image, whatever. You want to try to post at the same time consistently. I'll talk more about that as well coming up. All right, now it's time to talk about what you actually should be doing, the positive stuff. This is the stuff that's going to take your account from zero to whatever you, your goal is. First off, you really should set a goal for maybe the first month where you want to be. If you want to get 500 followers in a month, that's a great goal. Do that. And then you scale up from there. It's really a lot about your efforts and the time that you put in for Instagram. If you put in more time the right way, then you'll get more followers the right way. You'll get the right people. So start out small, implement these tips little by little, and then scale it up a little more every single month, every single week, however you want to do it until you start seeing big numbers and big increases. But it will take some work. So there is my little warning. So number one of what you should do on Instagram is post at the right times and do it according to cold hard data. So if you have a business account, you'll actually have uh, access to analytics through Instagram to show you exactly when your audience is online and when the best time to post is. If you're not, then you're going to have to do this all on your own. Maybe open up a spreadsheet and keep track of when you're posting and what engagement they get. those posts get. So if you post on a Thursday at 8 p.m., gets really good engagement, write down how many likes, how many comments within 24 hours, and then 
next Thursday, post uh, at a different time as, as well as at the same time, just to compare, see if that really was true. Uh, if it really at 8 p.m. on Thursday was a great time and then post maybe a little bit earlier on, maybe 3 p.m. to see if that's if the whole day is good or if, or if 3 p.m. is really bad. You want to test a lot of different times. Now, this will go against what I said a little bit of posting at random times, because at the beginning, you're going to have to find out what works to be able to post consistently at the same time. So spend about the first month posting at different times and keeping track of what works and what doesn't work across the board every single day that you post. And then when you have all of those analytics, which is, it's going to be a long process to be able to measure all of it. Then you can make informed decisions on when the best time is and never veer from that again. So that's tip number one. Number two is you really should only be following people in your niche. Now, if you don't have a niche that's already, you've already sculpted out, then that should have been step zero. You should have done that before. You should already know that. So determine a very specific thing you're going after. If it's travel, maybe narrow it down even a little bit more because it's so competitive. Maybe you really want to show pictures of European travel destinations. So that right there is a value proposition over the general broad travel accounts because people that specifically love Europe can come and see yours. So sculpt out your niche. And then once you have it, you should follow people specifically in that niche and only those people. And the reason for that is because you're going to be engaging with these people and getting your name out there in front of everybody else's users and followers. And that is what's going to drive a lot of traffic to back to your profile through your comments and through your likes. So the next thing is you need to use the right hashtags. So we mentioned 10 to 500 or 100 to 500,000 posts associated with the hashtag. You can go below that, maybe 50,000. Um, but just be aware that you're not going to get as many people, but you don't want these hashtags to be really oversaturated. You want them to be pretty open for, you know, not, not too much competition. You want it to be low competition, open for you to dominate. And then use those hashtags consistently. Don't use the exact same hashtags every single post. Mix it up a little bit. Find a lot of hashtags that work in that range and then mix it up and make sure that they're relevant to the post. Next thing is going to be to spend at least 30 minutes a day. You can spare 30 minutes a day. Comment on the relevant hashtags that you follow. So when you have your niche, if it's European travel, go on Instagram and search European travel, hashtag European travel, hashtag Europe travels, hashtag Europe vacations, all those kind of things. Find the hashtags that work, follow them, and then every single day, search for that hashtag, go to the explore page and do that. And then start looking through all the posts there and engaging like those posts, engage with them by commenting on those posts, get your name out there with people that are doing a similar thing to you. And then you kind of create this community of these like-minded people just they're doing the same thing as you and you can have a lot of their, their followers. And we'll talk a little bit more about how to collaborate with them in a minute. The next thing is to post consistent content, um, both in style and in substance. So instead of just putting random photos, even if you think they look good, you want them to be consistent in style and also consistent in the substance. So if I run a productivity page, I don't want to be talking about hamburgers and I don't want to be talking about art. I want to talk about things related to productivity. 
Now, maybe I could talk about business a little bit in there. Maybe I could talk a little bit about fitness and being productive in fitness, but I don't want to veer too much from that niche. I want to keep it in productivity and I want to make sure that my posts talk about something that's very relevant to productivity. And then I need a consistent style across the board, which means you should probably develop your own filter and you should probably make sure you definitely need to make sure it's consistent across the board. Okay. And then now getting back to commenting on relevant hashtags and, and connecting with people in your niche, you've probably thought of them at this point about like, like you think they're competition, but that's not what they are. The people that are doing the same thing as you are not competition. They're a resource and they're relationships to be built to help you grow your account as well. They're think about the accounts that you follow. If you follow a lot of travel accounts, well, you don't really care if you see multiple different locations from multiple different accounts. It's not a a zero-sum game. Just because somebody follows one travel account, that doesn't mean they're not going to follow another one. That's crazy to think that. You probably follow multiple travel accounts, multiple productivity accounts, multiple business accounts. So, you don't think of them as competition whatsoever. They're not taking any followers away from you. People can follow as many as they want. They can follow up to 7,500 people. That's, a, that's plenty. There's no competition. It's an opportunity to collaborate with them and to invite their followers to also partake in your content. So the way that we do this is through DM groups. And what you're going to do is you can set up a DM group and connect, uh, connect with up to 15 people in your niche. So when you're going through your hashtags and commenting on people's stuff, when you find somebody that has a decent following that seems to be doing similar things to what you're doing, reach out to them and add them to a DM group and find, you know, 15 or so people that you can add into a DM group at a time and come up with an agreement and say, guys, we're all in the same thing. Let's help each other out. We're going to post anytime we, we have a new post, we're going to make a comment in here and everybody go and comment and like that photo so that everybody can get better engagement. It's a win-win for everybody. Nobody's going to say no to this. And it is the easiest way to explode the amount of people that are going to see your content on the Explore page. So you need to be doing DM groups, but you have to do it the right way. Not spammy, not just copy and paste a message. You really want to reach out to the right people and invite them to partake in this group where you all help each other. Okay, and the final two things are related to stories and then IGTV. So with stories, I'll give you just a really quick tip. You should be using a lot of different functions on all of your stories. For example, hashtags. You can load a story with hashtags, and then you can actually minimize it with you just pinch it like normal on, a, on an iPhone screen to make it small enough that you can't even see it. So you can load it up with 30 hashtags and then minimize it so you don't even see it. And you'll get credit for those hashtags on the story. Really, really simple hack. Use polls to your advantage. Gather information. Engage people. Mention people. So even mention brands. If you're wearing a a specific shirt, you can tag the brand and they'll see the story. And they might share it to their audience. You never know. They might not. And then also use locations to your advantage. You don't have to necessarily use the location you're actually at as the location. If you want to reach bigger audiences, you could technically set Chicago as your location, and then you can minimize it so nobody will see it. Um, that's one another option. There are a bunch of different growth hacks you can do in stories. 
but you should be on stories because it's a really easy way to get seen. And then finally on IGTV, the biggest thing you can do is just create content. There are no big hacks there. It's There's no hashtags to really use. You can put hashtags in your title and your description, but um, really the only thing you can do after the fact, after you've created it and posted it, is send it in a message to you know a DM group or whatever. But you should be creating IGTV again, like I mentioned, because we're at the ground floor of this thing and you don't want to be left out. You need to seize the day. Carpe that DM. All right, guys, that's it for today. I hope that this was really helpful and you found value in it and go out and build your Instagram accounts. Let me know how it goes. Start using a more humanistic approach to this. Build relationships instead of follow unfollow. Hey everyone, just another quick reminder to please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's available on multiple platforms, pretty much any platform you can think of. Go subscribe to the Sparketing Podcast right now and please leave us an honest review so we know how to further create better content for you. Uh, 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 uh.